You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 411 of Cycling Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando. It's Matt, Minneapolis. And this is Spencer back in beautiful Western Massachusetts. Guys, I missed you last week. I was thinking about you in the pod from the beach uh, outside of Cancun, um, taking in the sun, the rays. Well, um, thanks. We missed you too, Spencer. How was the beach? Yeah. Yeah. We'd missed you. Now, Spencer, while you were there, soaking in the rays, mm-hmm. listening to the podcast, listening to these dulcet tones. Uh-huh. What was your What was your review of the pod? Well, I mean, usually I give this show a five out of five. Um, typically. Last week, however, I wasn't there, so that immediately drops it to three out of five. So the best you could possibly do is three out of five. Very humble. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, fair. I think that's fair. Um, there was, uh, you know, some some good acknowledgement of the absence of uh, one of the hosts. That was great. Appreciate that. It's the most important part um, of the pod. Yeah, but there was, uh, there was some disparaging uh, comments uh, also as well um, that, you know. Really? Like touch the nerve? Like you? Well, not 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 so much for me, but um, there was a there was a segment where you were talking about um, the three amigos, mm-hmm. and uh, you guys you're rightfully you're you nailed Steve Martin. Martin Short, yeah, you nailed Chevy Chase, and you nailed <laughs> Steve Martin. Yeah, obviously. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it all makes sense. And, and, like, just to be clear, that was quite the bitter pill to swallow that I was Chevy Chase. So I'm, I'm just glad. Yeah, no, it's true. Though. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. that you have uh, the ability to, you know, look back at the bigger picture and kind of uh, absorb reality, yeah. Tim. So yeah. kudos to you. Um, unfortunately, though, in that segment, you talked about Steve Martin's best movies and you failed to mention his actual two best movies or my favorite uh, of his movies. Yeah, completely, that. completely missed them. Okay. And I, me... I was so offended that I gave that episode a two stars out of five. We lost an entire star just on that. So, okay, let me... Wait, I want to guess. Do... I want to guess what's <laughs> yeah, let's guess. Let's, let's guess what we missed. Because um... <laughs> One, you might get. One, I don't think you will. I'm going to get... Why can't I remember the one with Goldie Hawn where he builds the house and it's in, it's in New England and there's a bunch of Boston. I feel like you must like that one because of that. It's not that one. What is that okay, called did again? We, did we talk at all about planes, trains, and automobiles? Absolutely That's, not. You did not, and did. that was your first is it, failing. Is that yeah. one of them? It is. It okay. is one of I, them. I'll, I'll take that. That's a that's a classic. That's fine. Um, that's a good movie. I think the other one's a deep cut. I don't know if anyone else likes this movie, but I enjoyed it a lot when I was a kid. I haven't watched it mm-hmm. since I was so a we, kid. I'll I'll, I'll preface this with that. <laughs> Memory so could not, be off. It's not the jerk. No, it's not the jerk. I've never even seen the jerk. That's like for old people. 
I got a VHS copy <laughs> if you want to borrow it. Okay. Is that Okay, what is I'll it? Buy a VHS player. Uh My Blue Heaven. Oh, yeah. I also really <laughs> liked that as a kid. Um, but a I, very good movie for kids. Same, same yeah, no. Um same. I have not seen it again. That's that's a pretty deep cut. That's not It's a pretty deep of, cut. One of his 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 more popular films. Yeah. All so, right. um, so that's our homework. two, two stars. We all need to watch yeah. My Blue Heaven. Everybody needs to watch all the listeners as well. Anyone who hasn't seen My Blue Heaven, uh, give it a rent on Netflix or whatever. Um, let me know if it's any good still. Cause I don't want to spend any time watching it cause I'm worried that it probably isn't, Well, but, yeah. uh, let me know. Good cast. Uh, Steve Martin, Rick Moran. I haven't seen it. Joan Cusack. I haven't seen it. Written so. by Nora Ephron. So, uh, solid. It's got all the hits. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'll watch it on the plane. Maybe I'll watch okay. it on the plane uh, later this week. Uh, I got an old okay. red eye coming back from LA. Um, Perfect. Now, Spencer, you are on a plane. I ha- yeah. You strike me as a pretty good traveler. Um, I, I try I'm assuming to be efficient. You, yep. You don't yeah. check a bag. You definitely no, absolutely aren't. Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. No. So it's a major plus there. Little guy probably checks like three or four bags. I um, think so. Definitely a bag checker. Yeah. I uh, he's he's uh, got. Spencer, do you, He's got his grandpa's bag from the 50s that he checks every time because it's way too big for the overhead. Yeah, 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 Certainly. definitely. Uh, now, now uh, Spencer, do you do you have a tablet to watch some TV shows? Are you a tablet guy? Uh, n- I didn't bring like an iPad, no. Okay. But I, I had a, I had my you phone, an, which I'd you watch an something. Mask. No, no, I don't. I don't sleep on the planes unless okay. it's a so, really so, long flight. So, so you're um, not a neck pillow guy. Absolutely not. No, neck pillow, no. Wait, I, I, if I sit next to a neck pillow person, I'm disgusted for the entire flight. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far, but no, neck it's the pillow. Worst. Not a neck pillow. Like, just neck pillows, just why bother? They're, it's, and, then, and, then, and then when you see the person walking around the airport with the neck pillow still on, all yeah. the listeners of the pod, a lot of you probably going through airports tomorrow while you're listening to this. Look for the neck pillow person. You don't want to hang out with that person, do you? They, I mean, Tim, no. They might be neck pillow people listening to this, and that's yeah. okay. We support <laughs> okay. you in your journey to freeing yeah. yourself of the yeah. bonds yeah. of the neck pillow. Okay. Um, right. Most of us, not not certainly not anyone on this pod, but most of us have been through the you know that uh, journey um, <laughs> and uh, have come out the other side. So I feel like we're we're, we're neck here. Pillow is close to a, to like the eyeglass mirror that goes on the helmet. Um, I see more usefulness for the, you're sitting in a chair for like three, four hours usually. Like, I I don't understand the need for, I don't need, I sit at a desk at work all day for eight hours. I don't need a pillow. So is it the unnecessary accessory? Like the the eyeglass mirror, helmet mirror thing is just, I don't mind the, I don't mind the mirror that goes on the, the, the bar ends, the plugs. Okay. Those are cool. Yeah, yeah. That's less useful to me. See, I think the eyeglass mirror seems much. The old third eye? Your third eye? It's a classic bike swap purchase. All right. Yeah, I mean, I definitely will be in the market for one at a bike swap in the next few years, probably. I okay. I struggle. Yeah, no. Neck pillow? No. Um, now, for me, it's uh, uh, just the iPhone, the Kindle, and uh, I had a Switch with me, but I didn't even use it, um, uh, which is good for travel. It was good in the hotel. Nice. Play some video games. Trying to beat nice. Hades. Can't do it. Yeah, well, better luck next time. 
Yeah. So guys, lots of uh, things going on in the bike world um, this past week. Even though road season's over, we have uh, a lot of things to catch up on. Uh, we didn't even mention Mark Cavendish going to B&B Hotels. Um, is that confirmed yet? Oh. Is that is, it, is that good? It's, it, it's for little guy. Well, come on. We're, we're, we're the... We're the highbrow rumor source of cycling. <laughs> He's going to be in B hotels. Yeah, just following like the lead of Greipel. Here's the question: When has a confirmation ever slowed us down before? Little yeah. guy. No, I mean, let's, I, let's not just, just us. It's on other cycling media uh, site, you know, so folks. But I just, I'm just like, how come there hasn't been a confirmation? Plus, they didn't actually put in for their like license did they because they get all the invites because they got mark cavendish on no, the I team mean, they, they didn't even file their paperwork with the uci they still have time Ooh. but they're late on their paperwork okay, okay. if there's Details, anything i know about the uci it's that yeah uh deadlines are made to be broken um and if you have uh, if you can grease wheels you can pretty much do whatever you want big bnb money so let's uh let's let's assume Mm-hmm. That he's going to BNB, and BNB okay. is going to do what they can, and they have probably the inside track to getting an ent- an invite to the Tour de France. Let's just they assume they had. get an invite. Yeah. Yeah. They want to win the record, yeah. So, does he get the record on BNB hotels? Is he bringing Morkoff with him? That's my question. I haven't seen if Morkoff is staying. If he's bringing Morkoff, yes. If he has a lead out of a bunch of French twenty-one-year-olds. Hmm. He might be in trouble. I think he might be in trouble, you guys. Um, The more I think about it, little guy makes some good points. I thought he was a shoe-in, but he might be in trouble. Yeah, he's in trouble. Michael Morkoff is staying at... So would B&B Hotels, are they going to be on Specialized next year? Oh, that's interesting, because what are they on now? BH or something, maybe? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You're asking us questions that, uh, like, the equipment that Continental Team uh, rides is not the forte of either Tim nor myself, little guy. You're the expert in that area, so you're just going to need to tell us with a little more authority, oh, they ride BH right now, and we'll believe you. I'm not going to look it up. I'm going to I'm gonna say they probably do, but I don't okay. know. They're probably in Kareem yeah. wheels well, or whatever. In my well, mind, that sounds B- perfect. It, I think, it, technically, is it... B&B Hotels presented by KTM. Are they on KTMs? Oh, yeah, they must be on KTM. Yes, it's right That's there. That's a motorcycle. I know it's a motorcycle, but the bikes are orange, and they still have two wheels. And everyone rides with a motor anyway, so who... No, that's checking? true. Ooh. That's a good point. Um, okay. Who knows if they make it, but it's B&B, KTM. I'm assuming that they're on KTM bikes. Um, okay, so Cavendish is not going to get it. Case closed. Uh... Let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> Speaking okay. of the gray jersey, we had yeah. the ma- the major retirements of Valverde and Rebelin in the last couple of weeks. We're still not fully over it. Uh, Spencer, you right. missed an amazing Japan Cup. Totally, we don't need to get into that. But the big news is Valverde, Rebelin are gone. Who now replaces them as podcast favorites? So we have a couple already in like the rotation that we are constantly cheering for Tom Schoons, uh, being one of the main, main ones. I think sure. universally he's, we, he's, and we're talking on we, the men's side here. Yeah. We, we're talking we, on we the love, 
We love Tom's, uh, but he's no great Jersey contender. I, I just yeah. want to put that out there. So yeah, who do we got? So who like who's the who's the great Jersey contender? Who's the one that's going to be here for us? Uh, I mean, it could be Cavendish. I know that's, <laughs> that's it. Can't be Cavendish. Come on, like because <laughs> it can't be. I, mm. I, I, I no, it's just, the same thing, Spencer. It's true. We might have to, we might have to adopt Cavendish. We've, we've kind of, we've, we've really rehabilitated some, some riders with ourselves. Yeah. We're just basically doing this with ourselves because we weren't really George fans. We weren't really uh, Valverde no. fans until we just started joking about it. And then before you know it, uh, you got posted. Michael Dumont. Matthews is Michael Matthews. How old is he? Yeah, we did the We've same with Matthews, Matthews and he he's, is getting up there. He's like in his early thirties, but yeah, he's already he's thirty-two. Ancient. Right. Uh, there's older. Um, we'll have to do a. We're gonna have to do uh, some digging. There's probably like Luis Leon Sanchez has got to be getting he's up still there. Riding? He's he got to be. be in his pretty yeah late thirties, at least number of seasons. You know who's a good one for us? He's thirty. He's thirty-eight. Luis Luis Sanchez is thirty-eight. Okay. So I I don't know how many seasons he's done, but Rigo just resigned with EF. <gasps> And he's Rigo. maybe 35, 36, but Rigo is, I think, I think the article I read said he's in his 17th season because he turned pro super, yeah. super young. Like he's been around forever. Um, I like 17 that. years pro. Okay. So I've got, here are some riders that are above 35 just in this year. Christoph. Uh-huh. Alexander That's a good Christoph one. for oh, nice. Intermarche. Garrett Thomas. We all love the world according to G. That's a tough. That's uh, a tough ask. Da- Damiano Caruso. Oh yeah. No. Ba- yeah, yeah, right. Bauke. I Bauke, Bauke Malema. He's kind of in the like. He's kind of in our orbit. We talk about him probably more than he deserves. Yeah. To be he, totally honest, you know, like yeah. <laughs> dollars to donuts. We we spent a lot of Bauke time because of his his well, amazing win at Jeff Japan <laughs> Cup a few years back. He's good too because didn't he just signed a huge contract? He signed like a four-year deal with Trek. So, I mean, I say we lock down Bakke right now as our number one gray rider because we've mm-hmm. got like four more years solid. We don't even have to think about this. We don't have to come back to this conversation. We're saving He's, ourselves uh, the trouble. Then you got yeah. Rigo. Rigo's there. So Rigo's good only, job on Rigo's that only one. Matt. So here, though, that's crazy. Here's the here's the here's what we got. If we got Malema and we got Rigo, um. Malema, the silent fifth place, fifth to tenth place. Like yeah, he's he's yeah. the news about the which we do uh very much love. But Rigoberto Oran did uh do that stage of the tour basically fix gear, which we also very much appreciate <laughs> uh a few years ago. Um or single speed anyway. It- there's arguments to be made for both, and I'm not even sure we've exhausted this list. Garrett Thomas, I feel like we talk about maybe the most, but I, I want no. to vehemently uh, argue so the, against that. So I just looked up one more. There's okay. one more that deserves uh, consideration. Really? I am curious to oh, hear. I got one, too. Amer- I got one too. America, America's greatest cyclist, <gasps> Michael Woods, is 36 years old. That's good. Ooh. He's That's got an amazing one. VO2 max. He's called mm-hmm. us out on the Mitch Docker podcast. Loves us. I uh-huh. mean, 
He could be the new correspondent. You know, Michael Matthews, we can't afford him Whoa. anymore. He won the tour stage. He got third place at Worlds. Yeah, Woods Woods is definitely not winning any tour stages. So that's that's yeah, good. You know, that's good for us. He's like, but he's on the Israeli Premier Tech. They may not be getting state starts in all the big races. The, I want to hear what little guy has to suggest too. But the other thing about Woods is he could potentially win the Japan Cup. Here's the, here's the knock. Here's the knock against Michael Woods. Okay. Let's go to his uh, September and October in Italy. Okay. The Copa Agostani did not start. Uh-huh. The Giro della Emilia did not finish. Uh-huh. Tre Valley Veracine did uh-huh. not finish. Well, he was uh-huh. Il Lombardia did not finish. I'm just saying, little guy, that's why you're going to knock okay. against him. Okay, all right. Well, well, little guy, what do you bring into the table? One, I'm going to defend Woods. He's going to come back stronger. You know my, okay. you know my rule of thumb. Injuries <laughs> only sense. bring out the best in them. Um, so in a couple years, I'll nominate Warren Bargill for this, and I'll... <laughs> yeah okay fair bring it back i'm gonna say tim israel israel uh cycling you're on the right track you guys have you guys heard of this guy chris Froome? he's 37 he's got one more year <laughs> in his contract uh-huh. um, i think he's the sh- i mean is he still riding bikes is he following the tim the tim uh super rookie training plan 2023 he's got, he's got one more year on the contract boys oh we do love a contract year this is now uh, yeah, right. But he's like, already got the contract, you know. Like that's the thing. It's not like he's like the rookie. That's like, but he's not I gotta sign the contract. One. He's. Reti- I say unless he has a result this year, he's retiring. I mean, we all thought Cavendish wasn't gonna get another one two years ago when he was all teary eyed at Bahrain. Yeah, he was washed up, and Froome washed up, but maybe pulls out some late season uh, magic and. Boom, back on Ineos. Magic. Is that what they're Sim- calling it? Magic? Si- they call it magic. Simon Geshka. Simon Geshka's got the beard on Kofidis, also over 35. And likes the podcast. Loves the pod. Loves the Was pod, not yeah. paid to say the things he said to the pod. <laughs> no, definitely. not that much at least. Not that much. Not Certainly enough not enough to, to make I mean, it worth it. <laughs> he definitely, yeah, he definitely must have liked it somewhat. Okay, Geshka, big- I do like that one. Possibly a vampire as well. <laughs> very yeah. very good yeah i i, um, I kind of want i think guess should be our should be our main gray jersey guy though i i do want to cheer for this Froome guy i think Stybar is over 35 and Stybar is going back to cyclocross yeah he raced the Tabor today you can be How, you can be the favorite all of right so like i think we're down got to, a pretty good we're down we're to woods and geshka in my mind maybe belema on the outskirts what do you, you guys think chris horner well belema is going to be there regardless yeah. That's true. He's always lurking uh, just uh, off the uh, on the outskirts. Yeah. yeah, he's just like he's there. If we need him, we can pull him in. <laughs> you yeah. just got to turn around. You're like, hey, there he is again. This is great. All um, right, all right. So well, you know, it's not the end of the world that uh, Valverde's gone and, and David Rappelin. I don't even know how he made that list of the our Slack channel. Little guy, because uh, really, little guy wrote it. That's yeah. all. I don't um, really care what Rappelin has done for old. the past decade. <laughs> The best. Um, Two decades, so, maybe. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we've got. Uh, we got. Let's move this show on the road. Uh, we did mention Stybar and uh, uh, yeah. uh, Cyclocross uh, is going on. So uh, Fem Van Empel uh, won over Puck Pertiers and Anna Marie Worst in Tabor, and then Eli Ezerbeet beat Lars Vanderhaar and Michael Van out. Now, little guy, you were saying in the green room that you were able to actually watch uh, Tabor. 
uh, this week. Oh, and I, Thibaut Nice won uh, U23. Yeah, so. I, f- I found time to watch just the men's race, unfortunately. Only the one. But it's a fun race. Uh, obviously, Bill will have more to say than me. But I like Tabor with fun grass crit. It's a big group. And gosh, it's nice to see Sweek able to ride his own race, even though he, you know, he mm. didn't, it didn't really turn out for him. He still got he still got sauced. Um, they still kind of ganged up on him, but uh, it was nice. I so what's wrong with Eli Ezerbeat? What's his problem, you guys? Because we're talking about Stebar. Stebar dominated cyclocross and went on to a huge road uh, career. Quick step. <laughs> Uh, Wad Van Aert and uh, this other guy, Matthew Vanderpool, don't know if you've heard of him, also made the jumps. Um, and they were, they were, albeit dominating in the cyclocross scene, um, moved over to road, huge stars, billionaires, uh, must be by now. Um, even kind of uh, second tier cyclocrossers, I'm uh, thinking Tim Erlier, Johnny Vermeer, uh, have, have made you. the leap over to be MVDPs, MVPs, and uh, made a splash on the road and are now all billionaires as well. You didn't Um, mention Quentin Hermans, kind of. Quentin Hermans, sure. He's he's like a multimillionaire, probably. Not quite as good. He got second at Liege. The little guy almost had a heart attack when that happened. It's it's, it's all right. Join join me on the invalid list. So what's wrong with Eliezer Beat? Uh, What's his problem? Why doesn't he become a superstar? Can I I diagnose him? Um, for, from he, watching him through a television and being within a hundred feet of him at a uh, cyclocross world cup. Okay. Seems like he's got an attitude. Yeah, but they all got attitudes. I mean, yeah, most but he's got an attitude. Like, like I don't want him on the team attitude. They, most they, people around <laughs> him though, tend to get uh, off kind yeah. of an attitude. <laughs> like, hey, don't talk to me. Like, all right, yeah, all right. Well, I don't want to race with you either, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe he's just doesn't. I don't know. What is doesn't doesn't have the engine for the long races. It's, now, it's possible it, to be. It's possible. Are you in throwing in defense, the towel? He's only 25. He still it, has three yeah. peak cycling years left. That's true. In his defense, I will say, uh, this guy named Sven Nice didn't do so good on the road either and seems yeah. to do fine for himself. Maybe not a billionaire, but um, uh, kind of famous. Kind of famous. Yeah, I don't know. Illy looks... I was surprised. This is the first race I'd really watched from start to finish. He looks smaller, which is hard to believe because he's so small. Like he looks, yeah. even though he's been super scrawny, he just looks has, crazy has he, scrawny. Are we sure? Has he ever done a road race? Like has yeah. he even? Ra- I'm yes. sure he probably has. Yes. For sauces. I'm looking him up on some different websites, and I'm not the, seeing anything. The sauces show up to road races in Belgium. Yeah, it's just not. He's just not good at them. Yeah. Know? I'm sure he did. did, did I, I just, uh, yeah, it's a good point, Spencer. I don't know, but I think the bar has been set like unrealistically high. You know, what I mean, oh, sure. <laughs> obviously, no, especially and no, like, no, I mean, like you're saying that, like, like Merlier yeah. and Vermeer, you were kind of like, yeah, they're fine cyclocross racers, and then mm-hmm. it turns out they're much better road racers. Yes, and it it does beg the question: Are there better road racers lurking? even in the second Certainly. third row at cyclocross yeah. and in, and probably in the road races, there's some like mid pack domestique. We've never heard of who would be a really good cyclocross racer, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I just sport? don't, um, 
It seems like uh, there's some math, some equation uh, going on that is just not adding up right for me with Ayla User Beat. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I, it's got to be more than he's just an unlikable guy for some reason, as Tim uh, um, is, is <laughs> suggesting. Uh, just, just certainly assumed. we wouldn't um, defame uh, anyone on this podcast. Mm-hmm. but We have um, so much insight into what he's really like as a person. I'm just saying there are a lot of jerks in road cycling. So somewhere, somebody somewhere to hire him if he was any good. Uh, so I, don't, I don't get it. Here's here are the World Cups he's won. Okay, uh, he's won three World Cups in Waterloo. So he has three University of Wisconsin Badger jerseys. Uh, almost a he whole has, team. He has won a World Cup in Bern in 2019. Hoogerhide, Nome. He won in Iowa City. He won Fayetteville. Cox Sida. He's won twice in Iowa City. And he's won a couple of other ones that I can't even pronounce. Uh, in, Bel- in Belgium. Okay. In Belgium. Okay. Um, all recently, so like he's been pretty on fire since, you know, he had the COVID. Unfortunately, maybe that had something to do with some of the black. But since 21, he's arguably been one of the best racers. I mean, he certainly like, rose to the occasion of Vanderpool and Wild Vanderart leaving the sport. <laughs> certainly. Uh, he yeah, has benefited like, the most. Yes. And he's yeah. really good at coming out super I hot mean, in the yeah. first part of the season and then kind of overcooking himself. I, mean, I will say even, right even, even guys like Tom Pidcock have managed to make their mark in the road even. and other places. <laughs> uh, so like, he's like, can so we nobody... <laughs> Well, you know, he was just like a fine cyclocross racer. I don't know if he did any cyclocross races, but he he (laughs) would battle with Ezerbeat. Can we go a little bit deeper here, boys? Into the season last year, he did okay. (laughs) Let's go a little bit deeper here. Uh, In the U twenty three race, did you guys see American Andrew Stroymeyer of uh, CX Hair Devo Trek Bikes? uh, Absolutely, sixth place. Yeah, only a minute behind Tebow Nice. Uh, Pretty awesome. And then little guy. don't look now, but in the okay. men's junior race, men's junior race, a Frenchman won. The future of cycling for French cyclocross is bright. Uh, dude will be on a road team in tw- 20 minutes. So expenses staying. As he should picked be. up by FTJ in a second, right? Perfect. Well, that's good. That's good. I mean, Al Philippe was a good cyclocross racer. Look where that got him. Most hated man. He's, he's like, done a few things, yeah. 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 I, 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 I know, uh, you know, maybe Eli Ezerbeat just likes doing cycle cross and that's what he wants to do. And much like Sven Nice, more power to him. And that's great. I love it. Um, I understand the passion. And, uh, but I was just curious if there's something, um, if he's just missing the boat, like if yeah. his agent is like asleep at the wheel or something, uh, and he could be getting a big ride. Cyclocross. I don't follow it enough, but there was a race in France and Clara Hansinger won that on the same day as the World Cup, a C2. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I would say that when, it's got to be easier to be a cyclocross racer just in just logistics. Like You're not as away from home Certainly, as much. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, your season, yeah, you can probably go home and sleep in your own bed most of the night. You're not away from your family. Like He's got a young kid, right? So. Mm-hmm. I can see that coming into the equation. If like you're like, yeah, you know, I'm pulling six figures. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I like race and cycle cross, and I don't have to be away from my family for six months of the year. Yeah. So, or whatever. The little guy, all this cycle cross talk, are you, uh, you catching the bug? There's no cycle cross races anymore here in Florida, so since I ruined that series, I'm, um, I am, Spencer I'm is already done. Feeling it. Uh, there is some races next weekend, but I'm not going to do those. I'm thinking I'm going to show up to States one day. And since I don't want to buy a license, I'll just race my, I'll do a poll one day and race my age. Oh no. Do cat. Do cat. Go go for that 35 plus, uh, crown. The elusive state championship for Minnesota. The slow ride podcast listeners will pay for your one day license. (laughs) Oh, will they? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to pull one day. I'm just saying, like, I can't show up with a one day and race the cat twos, right? Uh I can't. I can't show up and be like, look, I used to be a two, so I think you can now. I think they've changed that rule. Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. Maybe I'll look into this. I thought you couldn't, and then I I was. Yeah, like a decade ago, you couldn't. I couldn't, and I don't. I would feel like a weirdo if I won the cat fours, and then. Oh, you should absolutely stomp the Cat Fours, little guy. I think I probably wouldn't though. I'd probably still lose. But like, if I you did might win, podium, <laughs> I'd feel like such a jerk. You know that these people were like, "Who's this yeah. guy that shows up and be like?" And then someone would be like, "Oh yeah, he was a cat too, and he's just old, uh-huh. and he just shows up and like, it just feel like a total jerk." So it's not my race to ride, you know. So okay, no. All right. If you want to get know. your doors blown off by the 35 plus crowd, that do. sounds I fine do. to me. I think, yeah. I think, yeah, I think I'm going to try to do one this year. So right. it is, man. Well, I, the big one. I look forward to that race report because so, it's going to be brutal. I look oh, forward yeah. to that race report a ton as well. Almost as much as I look forward to talking to Michael Matthews in this week's Lap. Let's go. Hi, I'm TJ Van Garderen, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, guys, here we are in the premium lap once again. Let's give a major shout-out to all listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network helping fund little guys' one-day racing license at the Minnesota State (laughs) Cyclocross Championships in 2023? 22? Who knows? Yeah, that's cool. You should also be listening to Grodio and... With their recap of Mammoth Tup, Tough, as we all know, Amanda Nauman is the promoter of uh, one of the up-and-coming marquee psych, uh, gravel cycling events out in Mammoth, California. The photos and the videos were fantastic, but <laughs> the amazing um, podcasts afterwards were uh, the breakdown um, between uh, Amanda and Dave were fantastic, so must listen over at Grodio for their Mammoth Tup episode. Yeah, And the aforementioned Bill from Cyclocross Radio with continued coverage of all things Cyclocross in the U.S., keeping it alive, the sport, fantastic. Head over to um, Cyclocross Radio wherever you're listening to podcasts. Yeah, and you can support those shows via uh, the collective network that we're all part of. Wide Angle Podium uh, is the name of that. WideAnglePodium.com is where you can find out all the family of shows that we have, including the ones Tim mentioned and others, such as like Criterium Nation, which is a fantastic show about uh, Criterium racing in the U.S. Uh, and beyond. And um, 
if you are so inclined, you can donate, uh, become a member of the network, support the shows at a monthly recurring rate and kind of divide up your your donation amongst whatever shows that you listen to or all of them or whatever you want to do. Uh, we try and make it as easy as possible for you um, to help support shows that you enjoy and help keep us on the air uh, and keep Little Guy Racing one time per year, uh, which is all very important things. Um, so definitely go check out wideanglepodium.com. Check out all the shows. Click the links. Maybe um, if you haven't listened to all the shows, just pick a random one, click on a link, and uh, give it give a new episode a listen. That's my challenge. Uh, if you haven't already listened to all the shows, uh, check out a new one and let me know what you think. Send us an email at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com and uh, which one it was and what you thought. Awesome. Let's get back to the show. Uh, I'm Nielsen Paulus, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Here we are, guys, right back at the show. Let's get dig into the Slow Ride Podcast email bag. You can always find us on email at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com where all of your emails are gratefully received. You can also send us messages through Twitter and Instagram at the slow ride pod. Let's get into it with friend of the pod, Leo black label. Hey, Tim and Matt, thank you for the new cargo bike corner segment in episode 410. Mm. Look, and Spencer, by the way, I do, I do need to bike corner. I need to talk to you guys about that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, actually. Go right ahead. Let's rip so, it off. Let's rip the Band-Aid off. I previously gave you two stars. I'm going to demote you to one and a half. There was an <laughs> awful lot of cargo bike and uh, baby uh, child talk on this podcast. Really? I let the dads loose, and you did a lot of dad things on this podcast. Um, so another half star uh, off, yeah. actually, in right. retrospect. Oh, that's totally fair. I mean, we didn't, our, we our didn't kids do are that much. Uh, any child under 15 is still a baby. Oh, I see. I get it. I mean, yeah. I just, I've been really enjoying the cargo bike. Uh, but I'm, I'm not, you know, let's save, let's save that for the next time Spencer's gone. I look forward to being, to this being a wink, a weekly thing. Leo says he wants us every week. Sorry, uh-huh. Spencer uh-huh. is saying. Sorry, Leo. Uh-huh. But to be honest, was this just a one-off cargo bike corner trolling Spencer, because he wasn't there and couldn't do anything to bring the conversation <laughs> train back on the rails. <laughs> Certainly. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for hmm. more Bach Fiat's content next episode, but I have a bone to pick. Uh-oh. The Bullet Cargo Bike is indeed the best there is, but its wheel sizes are 26-inch, not 20-inch front and a random number Tim likes to guess on the back. <laughs> uh-huh. Though there are some fancy bike messenger types in Europe with their custom bullets set up like road or even track bikes with Aero 700C rear wheels and drop bars. One last thing, I take offense to the stereotype that your listeners drive Subaru Outbacks and Cross Treks. Surely my dad and my brother each drive those cars, but I, being a beautiful and unique snowflake, drive an Uh Impreza. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my wife drives the Impreza. I drive a Pontiac. (laughs) Thanks for all the great cargo bike and automotive content. Leo black label. I am shocked that Leo drives a Pontiac. We have, we, we have (laughs) spoken ad nauseum 
about how Pontiac is by far the worst brand if you're a cyclist. Pontiac's guaranteed to buzz you on the side of the road, guaranteed to throw uh-huh. water bottles at you, uh-huh. guaranteed to, uh, the, you know, the car's probably breaking, it hasn't had a muffler change, so you're getting a lot of black smoke. They're, the original mm-hmm. Roland Cole was out of a, a Pontiac. Um, yeah. That, I mean, that baton got passed to Dodge. Certainly, yeah. <laughs> the Dodge Charger, Dodge Magnum, whatever, whatever yeah. mon- monstrosity. Maybe not a caravan because we love vans. Yeah. What's next in the e-bike world, guys? I've kind of had some run-ins with Tesla drivers because you don't hear them. Mm, it really true. bugs me. They're sneaky. Well, I don't know. I I had a I I did on the cargo bike uh, this weekend had a uh, Tesla driver almost just back out of the spot into me as I rolled down the street. You'd think hmm. all their cameras uh, t- would have allowed them to see me coming down the street, but I guess not. Still got to turn your head, <laughs> I guess. I mean, Maybe if we're not. just going to paint a broad brush, uh-huh. po- perhaps some of our listeners, listeners, yeah. email us if you're a Tesla driver. I'm willing yeah. to bet not so many are. I don't think we have many. Really? I no. bet there's more than you think. Maybe. It, uh, but they're regretting it. Because I don't know, I, I've run into a lot of yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of Elon. smugness on those uh, Tesla drivers. Sure, sure, sure. But I, I would uh, posit they're ugly that too. I would posit. Oh, okay. That also adds to my argument that cyclists like to think of themselves as on the forefront of technology, uh, mm-hmm. as far as like DI two and master's level equipment, and Tesla fits perfectly. It um, did, but that the Model Three is ugly. Can we agree to that? I Have you I seen one any of the bikes so. that Specialized has produced in the last eight to ten years? <laughs> well, have you seen any bikes that they've come out with in the last two weeks or forty-eight hours? That Specialized Diverge. I love it. What is worse, the Diverge or the head sock? Oh, the head sock. <laughs> I love the Diverge. It's hilarious. I love it. It's stupid. Uh, did you see somehow- the? Uh, did you see the slingshot? Did you see the the shade that Moots tweeted like immediately after that thing came out? It was basically just a picture of the Moots YBB, and it's like a lot of talk and micro suspensions by the Zipos. We've been doing it for twenty five years. YBB, YBB. Didn't it's an amazing thing. You're probably Spencer, the only one you... of us that follows yeah. Moots on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's I know. certainly but, true. But but Spencer, did you like the look of the new Diverge? You, uh, no, you, I don't know. Did, did, did you put your name down on the waiting list? Fifteen thousand dollars. I'm I'm not on the waiting list for that, and I'm not on the waiting list for Tesla. Um, so I think. My oh, I'm o- I'm over Tesla. Like I'm not even talking about. It. Let's talk about this bike. Wait, wait, I have a question. Do you guys think you can put the duplex bars on one of the diverges? Because that's the only way I'm doing it. Oh, probably whoa. not. They got to be with a suspension. Is there a suspension? Oh, there is a suspension stem kind of thing because they right because they put the yeah, but they I have think that you mount that to the bars. Dang, I want to get them all. Get a loft fork. It, I, I feel so I feel um, liberated to talk a lot more trash about Specialized lately because my one friend that worked there has moved on and now works at Trek. So uh, I have been freed from my chains. <laughs> <laughs> I can give the world my honest st- opinion, which was I still have a couple veiled. of friends. I still have a couple of friends that work there, but like they they're kind of batting zero for two yeah. in the last like 
since the Tour de France with the the head sock and the guy that didn't wear the when the wore the head head sock. <laughs> sorry, stroke alert. But the the guy that didn't wear the head sock <laughs> won the tour stage. Yeah, yeah. When everyone else wearing it didn't beat him, so it kind of defeated the whole purpose of the head sock. Mm-hmm. And uh, now you got this. I mean, this this bike is ugly. I'm sorry. Like you get the attention. No press is bad press, but this this is a miss because this technology. It's not like it's new. It's basically. I mean, Niner has had this technology for a while. Trek has this technology on their uh, their mountain bike, the Super Caliber or, or whatever. Yeah, but how uh, convincing is the marketing? You know, that's that's all that matters. Nothing's new in cycling. Too. No. Um, yeah. You know, all our all our Mavic uh, Zap fans are out here screaming at the <laughs> at their stereos, saying nothing is new. It's all been done before. Yeah, and I say, right. give us hydraulic shifting. We don't need electronics. Oh gosh, I uh. still want some hydraulic shifting. I want I want that rotor group so mm-hmm. bad. Anyway, if what it a, exists, what a great... I don't think it exists. But well, it's Leo, being... oh, uh, guys, thank you for the email, email, Leo. This the talk of bikes and. And mentioning Trek uh, there a moment ago reminded me of a Trek bike that I rode last week uh, as a rental bike that was maybe the most clapped out bike I've ever ridden in my entire life. No fault of Trek's probably, but uh, the amount of maintenance done on this bike was certainly zero. Uh, But I did rent it uh, and go on a ride uh, well in... Uh, the Cancun area. And um, it was terrifying. The bike itself was terrifying, but the trails were amazing. Okay. Um, I had a tough time, though. Shocking. I had a pretty tough time. Uh, I did not expect to have a tough time. Um, I was on a, on a, a, tr- a retreat with work, with coworkers. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty... I'm a pretty avid cyclist. I don't know. Are you the, are you, are you the bike guy? Like, Oh, Spencer rides bikes. Let's go ride with him. There's a couple, there's a couple, which is nice. Uh, we had like eight people interested in going, uh, renting bikes and going mountain biking. Three showed up. So, you know, pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, two of us kind of cycle pretty often. One of us does not at all. So Um, so you, yeah, a noob. (laughs) A noob, certainly. So nice. We're going on new trails in the jungle near the ocean. And we're like, well, we don't, we don't. We did, yeah. And a monkey. Um, Don't want to drop this guy. He's a coworker. He's a nice guy. Like him. Uh, He's he's a fit guy. He's an athlete, but not a mountain biker. So we let him go first. When I say he's an athlete, was he clearing the spider webs? (laughs) <laughs> he move. might have been. That's a smart move. <laughs> I didn't get any, uh, so he must have been. The problem was, Tim. When I say he's an athlete, he's actually a professional uh, hockey player in Germany. Um, oh, like this guy already. Yeah. So w- when I say, you know, he's not really a cyclist. He's got some fitness, guys. <laughs> guys, he he was hurting us. Um, pushing the pace. On the absolute garbage bikes, um, which I don't think gave him a great experience uh, of mountain biking, but I, I remembered, like, oh, yeah, he's actually a legit athlete. 
I forgot about this when we put him in front, but I was like, he's a hockey player. It's all fast twitch. He's just like all anaerobic. Yeah, like 35 seconds. He's going to have no aerobic capacity. He might go off the front for a little bit, but like he's coming back. I, 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 got, I got this old manpower. I got this diesel engine. It just needs to warm up. I'm here to tell you, a professional hockey player's aerobic, they're anaerobic, yeah. very good. They're aerobic, still very good. <laughs> still very good. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it was rough. <laughs> so did did he remind you um, did he remind remind you of when uh trek hosted the crossfit games and they oh were doing the cyclocross race and like these that guys were just incredible. like God, they just made the bikes look like memory. toothpicks and but yeah. they're like great athletes and they're just like Wah. no i mean he's not a huge, 11 yeah he's not a huge guy i wouldn't say okay. that but um he did he did uh he was very squirrely to begin with but yeah. still quick and just continued to get faster as he got more used to riding a mountain bike and, and yeah. the line choices and things like that. Like, he picked it up pretty quick, I got to say. We might have a convert. Um, but uh, it's going to be kind of a ringer, probably a lead-out man. Uh, maybe not a finisher, but uh, <laughs> yeah. It was, a, so, it was just a, a, a weird side note that I wanted to make sure I mentioned because uh, if I you find yourself that. in a similar situation, Tim, going out with some of your hockey buddies or something, maybe uh, take the lead. Drop them. Oh, well, A, that's not going to happen. You guys have ridden mountain bikes with me. But also, (laughs) I I have learned down here in Florida that you just never ride first in the trail, especially because the spider webs. Sure. Never want to be the first person on the trail. Um, That's a a great point. I didn't even think of that. Uh, I apologize if he ate all the spiders uh, on the way through the jungle. um, Email from Alex Bond, a cat named Valverde is seeking adoption. Don't know if you guys saw this story on cycling tips, but will the slow ride podcast spread the word and help Valverde find their forever home? Certainly. Cutest little cat needs a little scratching behind the ears. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Not afraid of I, na- I named, I named my cat after, uh, DeLuca. Uh-huh. You guys remember DeLuca? Uh-huh. Um, Valverde is a pretty solid name, uh, for a cat, but, uh, it fits the mold uh, in the Hayes household for sure. Yeah, yeah. You should be no more cats. On this, Tim. No more cats. Uh, I've we've had Roscoe for about twenty years, so you know I I need a little bit of time <laughs> alone. Um, so <laughs> alone. <laughs> the other thing I want to talk to you guys, I thoroughly enjoyed a solid uh, Friday afternoon of watching Red Bull Rampage from okay. Utah. Um, the the event uh so there's it's a men's only event the women's event uh red bull formation uh is uh takes place similar venue perhaps it's like in august as the women's free ride scene is kind of building up towards um what the men have 15 or 18 riders i think 16 ended up uh completing a run it is insane it's basically off the side of a mountain and riders go out there and just kind of build out their lines it's pretty awesome. I didn't know a bunch about it, but uh, Brett Reeder took the win over Seisman Godzik and Brandon Samanuk, who we've talked about before because he has some of the best videos I've ever seen on YouTube, the Brandon Samanuk mm-hmm. uh, videos. He did the coolest trick, which also won the best trick award. He did like what's called an acid drop. I don't know if you guys know what that is. You're um, going to have to explain uh, it. Yeah, explain it. Basically, it's you're starting your 
bike ride rather than on your bike and you're going down the hill like riding like already on your bike you're jumping uh-huh. off the side of what looks like a cliff and then you jump onto your bike so you're standing uh, there at the top and then you jump off and you put the bike underneath you maybe do a tail whip or whatever and you kind of like land on the pedals and then you land oh yeah oh, check yeah. it out those all the time yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. can't yeah. believe i didn't I call know I yeah. call him something else. I call yeah, you call him, him something uh, else, yeah. I call, I call him doobie him drops. Yeah, yeah, doobie drops. A little um, specials, yeah. yeah. A couple of my favorite riders that were out there, I mean, everyone should watch it. It's really good. They could only do one run because the um, the wind started picking up a little bit too much. Okay. One of my favorite riders is this guy named Dylan Stark. He His crew, like, brought out a, a like, a... A rail like a, a grind rail like kind of like while he started his run they ran up to the side of the mountain and put up like the rail and then he came down on his free ride bike and and grinded before going off the side of a cliff that was pretty awesome okay and there's just some awesome kits out there overall fashion is fantastic and the way that the kits are starting to match the bikes are pretty awesome okay. um, i'm a little bit biased uh but the uh the reed boggs uh setup was amazing as the kit, but what really put Reed Boggs's run over the the edge. Um, and everyone should go on Pink Bike or kind of go find this. It was on, it was broadcast on ESPN Plus. Is that they had him mic'd up, so he was wearing a mic during the okay. run. Yeah, and he's giving himself a pep talk before he sends himself off these like sixty foot drops, doing clip uh, flips, and I don't I've, know tabletop. I feel like you need to, yeah, grass. but. It was pretty impressive. You, everyone should watch it because the open mic side of things, he's like, he does this thing where he's like, you know, let's send it. And then all of a sudden he does it. And then he's like, holy crap. But he swears. Um, it was awesome. <laughs> everyone cool. should check out Red Bull Rampage and see some of the highlights. The reader run is fantastic with some of the tail whips. And the, when you see the footage and you really see how big these drops are, I mean, it's oh, they're absolutely crazy. Insane. They're insane. Like it's... Yeah. It, it, it's hard to even explain. So yeah. kudos to those riders, but yeah, it's not a, it wasn't on Red Bull. It was on, um, ESPN, ESPN plus yeah. Yeah. So pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much the, 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 the world of bike. N- nothing else really going on. You got anything little guy? I got one thing. I got a, I have a special request for all our Columbus, Ohio listeners. That's um, oddly specific. It's very specific. I was, uh, I was reading about this architect, Pierre Zoli, Zuli. I don't know how to pronounce the last name. He's, he's from Zurich. Uh, his last name is Z-O-E-L-L-Y. Uh, okay. And taught in Ohio in the mid-50s and 60s. So he's got a few houses in the Columbus area. And he has one very cool house uh, that's built in the early 60s. And it's six-sided and it's on stilts and it's on this lake. It's on the, uh-huh. like, uh, uh, anyway, here, so here's what I need. I need somebody to ride out there and tell me if it's still there. Because okay. it's it's in a very, what seems to be a very expensive area, and it uh-huh. sold in 2021 uh-huh. for just shy of uh, half a million dollars. Yeah, half a million dollars. But I'm a little worried it was a teardown, because in the pictures, there's not a lot of pictures on the Zillow. It looks bad, uh-huh. and I want to know if this is still there. So, uh-huh. The, the, the address is 6524 Walnut Valley Drive, Galena, Ohio. It's about a 21-mile bike ride from downtown Columbus. we got to have somebody who wants to ride out there and uh-huh. snoop around this property now, for me. 
And I want I want some recent pictures because even in the Zill, there's not good pictures. It's surrounded by McMansions, uh-huh. but it's this cool, very small, like uh, thousand square foot, six sided <laughs> circle on stilts. And I want to know. I want to know what's going on with it. Okay, so help me. And out. you and help you need out. them to ride out there. They can't take any other form drive. of transportation. No, they can't. No, they can't, can't just drive. use like Google no. Earth or whatever. No, no, it's- now. If you okay. want it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful looking fine. house. Like I found it's one very photo. Cool. Yeah, there's and only the, one it, photo in the Zillow, which is makes me nervous as to tear down. It's definitely and it got a self a sepia filter on it, so you know this was taken in the 70s. Uh-huh. It, oh, yeah, it is a cool looking house. It's super cool. It's just a little summer house. It, like what it was built as. What I read about it is it was just like, you know, it's pretty far on the outskirts of town. Now it's like suburbia, but but. Uh, it, it seemed now, to be just a small, like, summer, like, part-time home. So, But I want to know what's going on with it. Okay. Someone can help me out. All right. This is where Here's I get us back on the rails. Yeah. Columbus is on it, maybe, potentially. We'll hear totally. about it in a week or two weeks or never. They're on it. They're and on it. Uh, we can move on uh, to talk about cycling uh, and things like that on this podcast. This is cycling. You can cycle to yeah, fun yeah. things. Now, no, hundred percent, totally. This I'm is on board. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna warn you that I, in the uh-huh. past, I've come up with places for you to ride to go see lichen, uh-huh. and I've, and I've, and I've definitely found uh, uh, interurban rail maps from your yeah. region in the, yeah, yeah, in you the, have, uh, yeah, uh, like a hundred years ago, and those, mm-hmm. there's some good cycling routes there. But I've uh-huh. also got, I got some other things I'm working on, uh, some other rides I'm building for you in your region. Oh, um, I can't wait. And the thing is, I'm not even actively searching this out, but I was reading one book about lichen, and, and sure enough, suddenly I'm in Spencer's neighborhood, and uh-huh. then I'm reading another book about uh, train travel and, and interurbans and how they shape metropolitan areas. Yeah. Boom, suddenly I'm back in Spencer's neighborhood again, yeah. and I'm just yeah. finding so much good Spencer neighborhood content, well, and I just want to make you ride to all these places. So I'm working on some things. I, you know, I'm... I'm it's gonna take a little time, but I'm trying. I'm trying to get it all together here. For a, you. There's so, a reason. I know you're nervous. There's a reason why they call Holyoke, Massachusetts, the hub of the universe, and uh, that's part of why. I thought it was the brick city. Yeah, it's that too. I mean, uh, bricks, hub of the universe. Hub anyway, of the universe. I don't know is, why is all my media that keeps was, that was coming back to these things, but that I consume outside of cycling, but. Okay. Well, it's because this area is amazing and great for cycling, little guy, and you know. <laughs> You would know that if you'd ever ridden out here, but that's, you know, that's another story for another podcast. So let's get us back on the rails. And little guy, I appreciate you bringing all of this to the pod. I really, truly do. Um, (laughs) So thank you for that. And all of our listeners as well, they thank you um, for your Columbus area specific requests. Um, Keep them coming. Always definitely, hey, feel free. Bring this stuff whenever you want, little guy. It's a, it's a part of the pod. I'll try to find some stuff in other regions too. So, are we done with the the Columbus talk? I mean, great city and everything, but oh yeah. no, no, no! I certainly continue. Do you have, do you have yeah. more? Because we'd love. I it. do. So, one of the best um, bike messenger uh, race flyers I ever got was for the old uh, Midwest Jumpian ships, which was the big like uh, alley cat that Columbus, Ohio, uh, used to put on the Messenger Association there. Uh-huh. And I went to it one year, and uh-huh. they would one year the flyer was as a uh, a wedding invitation. I thought that was really cool. It was like, you know, you're cordially invited, invited, and it was very ornate. So good city. I like Columbus, Ohio. Good place. In my uh, 
regret to inform you that it was not serious. Um, can't believe you brought more Columbus information on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Arch uh, City, right? It's the Arch City. It is the Arch City, which is a little hilarious. Because well, misleading, I'd say. Yeah, it's misleading. Well, they had the arches first, man. You you got you to gotta get in early, and they, they did it. They, just, <laughs> they didn't trade so, it, obviously, because St. Louis jumped all over it. Another fantastic... S- yeah, let's just start that one again. Another fantastic episode of the Slow Ride Podcast is done. Complete. Ilfinito. And with that, we'd like to thank all the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. We'd also want you to email us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com. I'm happy to report that Bao Bao did hit us back about the exclusive Slow Ride Podcast designed kit. And we'd also like to thank all of the um, subscribers on our Instagram and Twitter page at the Slow Ride Pod. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando. Hey, this is Matt in Minneapolis. And feel free to trespass for me <laughs> if you need to. I mean, it's on you, but like, you know, uh-huh. Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. episode that was amazing when that one person said that thing and then the other person totally like set them straight oh man that was great i'm gonna have to go back and listen to that again but hey since i have your attention now hello cyclocross friends new friends and old friends and soon to be friends my name's bill i host a, another show on the wide angle podium podcast network it's called cyclocross radio And we talk to the biggest stars in cyclocross and even the medium stars in cyclocross and some of the soon to be stars in cyclocross. We also have a panel discussion we call the media pit with my buddy Zach and Michael, where we go over all of the new rules that might be coming out and the calendar situations and races that happen. It's a great time. It's a great conversation. We built an amazing community that we want you to be part of. So go to wideanglepodium.com a member there then go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to cyclocross radio do it do it now cyclocross friends <laughs>